Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rath, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's, well... Well, yeah, it's <laughs> Memorial Day, but we're recording this on a Friday. Yes. Because we're taking the day off. But I have to tell you the funniest story. So I um, I woke up extra early this morning for work because I was doing the news. So I just had a little bit more work on my plate this morning, right? So I finished work. And before the podcast, I had like a couple hours. And so in my mind, I was like, I'm a little tired. I'm going to take like a quick 20-minute nap, then wake up and, you know, do all the things, right? I passed out and I did not wake up. I didn't set an alarm because I was like, I'm just going to sleep for 20 minutes. How do you I, control that? What? How, how do you control? Thank you, I'm Mark. Wake up in 20 minutes. I wasn't, no sense. Thank you. There's no way I thought I was going to sleep for 
two and a half hours. Like, no way. <laughs> right. But but if I'm waking up, what time did you wake up? 530. If I'm waking up at 530 and I'm going to lay down for a snooze, <laughs> I'm not trusting that I'm just going to wake up in 20 minutes. So I wake up 15 minutes before we're supposed to record the podcast in a panic because I was like, just not prepared. I, I was just not, not in it. So I am very um, spaghetti brained right now. So it's going to be a good podcast. Tanya comes in. She's like, do I look like I just woke up? And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but maybe just because I know you. But you know, it's a Friday. You, before, up. you look fresh now. Yeah, thank you. It's a Friday before a holiday weekend. So, you know, I'm just going to do some of these to my cheeks and uh, back in the game. It's been um, a long week. It's been an emotional week. It's been just a week. There, w- It was a very emotional week. And it was like. You know, the last podcast, which thank y'all for so much support and listening and messaging me. It was very emotional and overwhelming. And then obviously the news and what has happened, uh, what happened in Texas. And it, it just was there was this past week has been so heavy. And I, you know, I've seen more people talking about it. Like, I think everyone is just absolutely fed up. And Mark, I, I can't even imagine with two daughters and like them in school how how enraged because I don't have children but I feel so angry about the situation and like having conversations and seeing people talk about it that are are so insensitive and I think it's just it's been it's so devastating and I I can't stop thinking about these families and that day I I felt like the tears were always right there at the surface that whole day it's really it is really hard and then of course my 13 year old didn't want to go to school the next day and and uh she actually got COVID so that worked out for her um she's fine by the way uh but she did actually so she's not been back to school since but anyway the point is um that yeah and I think I'm hopeful I'm always hopeful I'm hopeful that now is the time that we're going to tone down the rhetoric a little bit because, you know, politics the past five, six years has gotten kind of crazy. The Democrats say the Republicans (laughs) are pro-school shooting and the Republicans Mm -hmm. say the Democrats are a bunch of baby killers. And like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. It's time to calm down Mm -hmm. and stop all of that. Yeah. No more Hitler comparisons, no more Nazi comparison. Let's just talk and figure Mm -hmm. out a way to do this. And it seems like... And I, I don't know why I'm hopeful after all these years. It seems like there's a possibility that there's some common sense stuff that everybody could agree to. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've, I'm less hopeful than I've ever been um, just because of all the stuff that, you know, everything's funded by the NRA and, you know, there's all this there's all this kind of back end BS, to be honest, that mm-hmm. I feel like controls things that is disheartening and and sad and I don't know I've just been kind of I've been really sad I was like crying a lot from the the shootings because it's just like I get really upset because I think everybody talks about it and they post on social media but nobody's like doing anything and I'm starting to get really fed up because nobody's doing anything so I I mean I'm trying to be proactive I signed up for these um these I saw this phone number going around that says like text the word act and so they start sending you you know articles and resources and things to sign and so I'm trying to you know I'm gonna try and do my part but it's like that's also I'm like what's my part you know Mm -hmm. 
I think that's kind of the conversation is like, obviously everyone's upset and it's devastating, but it is kind of like, what is going to be the change? And I'm with you, Mark. I almost feel a sense of a little more hope because I'm seeing people talk about it and it's not political. It's just like, what is the solution for this? Like, it's Mm -hmm. obviously this, we've watched it happen over and over again. Like, what was it 10 days after the shooting in the grocery store? And we read the headlines and we just almost like for a second turn our head away because we're like, oh, another, you know, it's like another one. And I think you go to the movies and it's like, you're looking at the exits. Like how, where do we go? And it's, we're so almost like desensitized to the reality of what's going on. And I don't think, I don't know what the solution is, but I I have seen more people talking about it who maybe two different sides of the political spectrum. And I just don't think it's a political issue. I mean, it shouldn't be a political issue anymore. And I think more people are starting to realize like the fact that sending our kids, sending kids to school is scary for people right now is, is not how it's supposed to be. And I, I, I think the conversations are going at least in, the direction where people are agreeing on a topic. Everything's a political issue nowadays. And that also is sad. You know, I mean, we had a virus that killed a million people in this country and that became a political issue. I Mm -hmm. mean, the Johnny Depp trial is apparently a political issue. It's crazy that everything that comes up, people immediately run to one side or the other. It it just shouldn't be that way. I know. And then if you aren't specifically or like definitively on one side, that's also a problem for people. Like there's no mm-hmm. win in it. And so I, I think it's, I mean, I had many conversations about with different people that, you know, were talking about being able to own a gun. And I'm like, listen, I'm not anti-gun. I think guns when used properly protect us and save lives, but that's not what's happening. And why does any common citizen need to have easy access to an automatic weapon. I'm not locking them up. Who needs a gun? Why and, do I need well, a rifle? I, I, I agree with Tanya, but realistically, yes. Realistically, if you if you want to have a handgun, you're always going to be able to have a handgun for protection in America. I know, I know. It's not ideal. Tanya's rolling her eyes. I get that. I'm never going to have one. And if you want to have a hunting rifle, you're going to be able to get a hunting rifle. But you're right. It's these assault weapons, these things that can kill, that are actually, their only purpose is to kill as many people as possible in a short amount of time as possible. That's the only reason yeah. these weapons exist. Yeah, the, it, yeah, they they don't they we can keep them out of people's hands. We can do better than we're doing. And why why was it? It took. I was thinking about this. It was. I was thinking like what a background check looks like. And the only thing I've I think I've had was when I went on the Bachelor, and it was three <laughs> days of background checks, psychological testing. Like to go on a reality TV show was harder to than to own an automatic weapon like that is does not make any sense to me and so i think it's just like something's backwards man it's yeah so most most importantly is the grieving of these children and these two teachers and now one of the teacher husband i know died essentially from a broken heart and grief and therefore kids that they've left behind and it's just not devastating it's not fair. No, they woke up Tuesday morning and everything was fine and they were going to, to their jobs and school and everything. And, and then and two days, three days later, mom and dad are gone. They didn't make the weekend. It's really it's so shocking. wild. 
Yeah. So I just I I just hope that people can first have empathy and compassion for what's going on and be angry about how this happened before they get defensive about owning weapons. Right. I know like last week we had talked about having a Thursday episode, but it just didn't feel yeah. appropriate or right because we were talking about stuff that honestly does not matter um, in comparison. So I just wanted to acknowledge that and hope that we can just do better as a whole and figure out a solution without just always having to start an argument or fight. And I think that's just like there has to be unity and like fixing a problem because it is a problem. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. 
All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back and... What do you, oh, I went to the We are the just first. shifting some gears. We're going <laughs> to, we are shifting some gears over here. Yes. What did we do this week? I went to Taco Tuesday. Yes, you did. It was great. Becca came like festively dressed, which I really appreciate because it's really like we just make a bunch of tacos and we call it Taco Tuesday because we do it on Tuesdays, but it's not really like, you know, a themed party of sorts, but I really appreciate the respect that Becca gave it this week because she came fully dressed up um, for theme and she came ready to party. And I respect you for that. I thought it was a thing. Like I thought it was like, a like I thought everyone was going to be just like dressed up ready for the night. So I wanted my first time to be memorable 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 it was um because no we we don't dress up because it's like a tuesday so we're normally like jeans and a tank top or like sweats very low-key i'll know that for next time but you know what it made me kind of want to step up our game and like maybe not make it so low-key and like make it a thing every tuesday because you know what we deserve to have some fun on a tuesday i mean it was still fun and it definitely was still a thing on a tuesday i just was overdressed essentially (laughs) which is fine I posted videos of Becca and Red Star playing ping pong and everybody really, really enjoyed that those. Really? Nice. Yeah. yeah, they really want to know who won. He's so, if you so wanna... good. Right, uh, Robbie is such a great ping pong player and he puts... I would say I'm pretty competitive in the mm-hmm. sense that I can keep up with most people. And we did, like, we had one game that went, like, overtime for a while. Overtime. Yeah, but... um. He's so good and it infuriates me. Like Does he it put puts spin me... on the ball. I hate guys to put spin on the ball. So much spin. And he had these paddles. Oh. I've never played with these paddles before, but we both had them. So it wasn't like he had it and I didn't. But I hated it. It puts I could 
I literally couldn't even hit it back. And I was like, this, can we play with normal ping pong paddles and see? Obviously, when he switched and didn't have this special formula, I, I was closer in the game. But um, it, the way he serves, too, is like so obnoxious. Like, it's like a whole wind up and like at arms <laughs> up. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, and he's like, like feet back from yeah. the table. Oh, like, yeah. it's so dramatic. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I just. I'm hoping that playing him, I'll get better and eventually be able to beat him. Because there was one, like he kept doing this serve and he was like, this is how, this is the only way you can return it. And he just told me what to do. And like immediately I caught on. So like, I feel like I'm like quick enough to be able to battle him. But it's so, it it takes me, I have to like decompress after we play because I get so mad. But um, yeah, it was fun aside from losing. Yeah. But, I'm so glad you guys have each other to play because I can't play him. I'm like, it's like, it, it's a joke. Tanya invited um, Michael who, um, like years ago, I don't even know if he ever, did he ever have like a nickname or anything on the podcast? No. He went on a few dates. Yeah, I went on a few dates. I don't know. Called him like New York guy or something. Michael Garofalo. He's, he was on The Bachelorette. On The Bachelorette and Paradise, I think. And Paradise. But, um... She was like, yeah, I invited Michael and he's coming. And I was like, Tanya, I love you. Also, you went to uh, Robbie's reunion and you invited his ex or something. I, did, I totally did. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, I just uh, want, we want our Taco Tuesdays just to be kind of like an open door. So we want to start like branching out because we always just have like kind of the usual suspects. And we're like, we just want to start inviting just more like random people. We want like our friends to meet people. And Michael Garofalo is new to L.A., the L.A. area. And he and Robbie just like hit it off at Ben and Jess's wedding weekend. Mm-hmm. And so he's been, he always asks us to like hang out. And I was like, you know, we should invite him to Taco Tuesday. And he like fully came. It was like so cute. Um, He's such a nice guy. I, I'm all about like inviting new people. But like, is it just like exclusively exes or the new people? <laughs> like people you've both dated? Is that the goal? So to his ex them? that I met at the reunion did not come this week. I think yeah. she's going to come next week. But no, we're just going to open it up to you. We're just like not going to be um, exclusivatory. Is that a word? Mm. Nope. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Exclusive. I think that's your word. Well, what's the itori one I'm looking for? Ex- Exclusionatory. Exclusionary. Exclusionary. Okay. Yeah. Got there. You're going to be inclusive to whoever Correct. wants to come. Yeah. Got it. Correct. So you never know. It's just every Tuesday, it's going to be a different story. I want to find Michael a great girl. I I, like he is so kind and handsome and like successful. I'm like, we got to find this man. I know. I'm with you. Should we have him on the podcast? Yeah, we should. I'd be down because I feel like a scrubber would be so good for him. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna have a contest. Date yeah, Michael Garofalo. It's like the bat. It's like a scrubbing and dating show. Because well, I just feel like scrubbers are like the best in heart, and yeah. I feel like that's what he that's what he deserves and needs. I agree. So we should have local scrubbers like submit themselves. You guys can go through and pick your favorite three, and then we could do like a dating game on the podcast. Okay, well that's we so fun. We probably need his uh his consent. consent yeah. No, so. this should be against his will. He shouldn't know what's happening. We should just thrust it on him. Or just book him person. as a guest and then just tell him what we're doing. <laughs> be like, by the way, by the we've way, we've taken it upon ourselves. I think he would appreciate it, honestly. Yeah, I, think I do. Too. Yeah, you can give him a heads up. Yeah, I like that idea. Great idea. 
Really great idea. Becca with Becca is on her A game lately. Let me tell you, she's a thinker. She is just thinking. One thing I'm going to do is think. I think that, to be honest, like ever since last week. Living, living. Yeah, I just feel like a weight is lifted. I'll bet. But I didn't realize that it was like I didn't. We were so used to, you know, we, we, Haley and I were both talking about how like, it's so weird going to post stuff with each other in it being like, oh yeah, we, we are doing this instead of like, cause normally like if she's in the background or something, I'm like, oh, you know, not going to post that or I'll reshoot it or yeah, whatever. No. You can just go. I know. It's so, it's weird. Like we're both adjusting to it still. Like we're good. We share this. Is that okay? I know. I'm curious <laughs> to see how much you're going to post of each other. Like now that the gate has opened, are you going to just like, is she going to be all over the grid? Or are you going to keep it kind of like the same? <laughs> You're always worried about the grid. I'm worried about the, on grid. the grid. Yeah, which I, I want to get to in a second because I'm back on the grid. Oh, yeah. Tanya is back on the grid. No, I, um, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to just like exploit our relationship. But there's like, a difference exploiting and sharing. I think there's a difference. Yeah, I mean... I think when it makes sense, like if there's a reason or like a cute photo and I'm like, this cute, I'm going to throw it up on the gram. Mm. Then it goes up. Mm. But like stories and stuff, I'm saying like, like last night we went out to eat and she posted like a video of us, you know, and she she posted, it was like on her TikTok and she was just like, finally. And it was just like her looking at me and me looking at her, you know, it's just like things that were, that we never did. So it's been fascinating. And I just have to reiterate, like, how amazing the scrubbers are and just <laughs> it, it really has blown my mind and I'll forever be grateful for the support and the, like the um the kindness and like just rooting for really both you and I both you and me and um, <laughs> I'm just really no, grateful it's like on a next level and I you know what I also appreciate about the scrubbers is that they're not just super sweet and amazing but they always kind of like they show up with like a little bit of like a twist because I love that every like so many DMs that I got were people and they would say crying uh, with the E at the end so they like keep the jokes going and like I just love it it's like we all have this we all have these inside inside jokes jokes, that there's so many of them and I just I love that I also really appreciate like the on the more serious topics and having like DMs with scrubbers is so I normally have such like respectful, productive conversations. And I think there's a sense of like feeling this sense of connection and friendship that um, makes it different than just like a random person like in my DMs, like being like mad or yelling at me. It's always something that comes from like a place where I feel like it's not attacking you know Mm -hmm. like it never feels like an attack and i just i'm very grateful for the scrubbing in uh did Haley listen to last week's episode yeah (gasps) but listen Haley does not listen like she is not a regular listener and so she texted me and she was like um i'm sitting in the car outside listening to the your podcast and i was like okay so you only you only listen when it's about you (laughs) she was like oh "Mm." Robbie listened to he does he's not a listener I tell him not to but he listened to that one yeah but I also, think a lot I mean people. it's also a, a major milestone so I can yeah. understand her wanting to hear that for sure yeah she was like you told all the story because I, I told her I was like yeah, I told some of the story but 
you know, I was going to wait for you to come on to have your version and she listened to it. She's like, you told the whole story. And I was oh, like, <laughs> Haley is not a scrubber. She doesn't know how long, like we can really go into some stories, some detail. Oh yeah. Detail. Yeah. Like, but she, she tongue came positioning in. and all the things. I, we're not doing that. No Tongue positioning. Yeah. Like when you first kissed. No, we're whose not. Whose tongue went into whose mouth first? <laughs> we're definitely not doing that. Uh, <laughs> a girl can dream. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she like came in and she was still listening to it. And it was one, it was like the part where we were saying how, I think you were saying like how amazing of how patient Haley was with you. And she got teary eyed again. And Aww. she was like, afterwards, she was like, thank you for saying such nice things about me. And I was like, it's like as if I'm never nice or something. I was like, yeah, of course. I was like, it's the truth. And she was like, I know. It's just nice to hear it. Oh, I'm sure. That's um, so sweet. Yeah. So it's been a whirlwind and I've had so many kind th- like texts and messages from people that, you know, I haven't heard from in a long time and actually wouldn't even know how they would respond to it, you know? Yeah. So it's been great. I'm very thankful. And, um, but moving on, you are back on the grid. I'm back on the grid, baby. And I'm feeling good. I'm flying high. Oh, I was down low and Becca just brought me up high. She brought me back up to the clouds. Cloud nine, baby. She posted this reel, reels, and it was to, um, Ellie Golding song army. And there's just like videos of us just like friend moments and I, oh, it made me cry. It made me cry. It made me cry. It was so fun, like going through video because I just like went into my video app and then went back to 2016, which is when, well, we met 2015, but like became friends in 2016. And like seeing how many, I mean, I just had endless amounts of videos <laughs> and photos and just, it was so fun to see all the things that we've been through and, it's what we've done crazy. together. It's I pretty know. crazy. I don't know. I think maybe it was your birthday or something. I was going through all of our old videos to make a video. And I was just like, God, like looking at the videos from when we shared a wall in that apartment complex. Those videos are so funny because Becca's house literally looks like Grand Central Station. Like it's just I don't know if that's the right what? comparison. <laughs> I don't even so there's know. So that... there's like hundreds of people there? <laughs> no. Coming no, no, and going no. at all hours Grand of the Central day? Station. There's like wires everywhere. Oh, she didn't yeah. have like a coffee table. So it's just like a total mess in there. It like, looked and, like a college <laughs> Like a person. college dorm, but like worse. Like the, we ate lunch and we ate our food on like her uh, ab dolly. <laughs> and like there was wires. Like her TV had like more wires than I've ever seen in my life. And yeah, those videos are so funny to me because we just, we also look like trash. Like, we just we hung yeah. out and just like j- just <laughs> and there's this part in the video where the she says um and i was drunk on the, all the nights drunken on the floor and becca put a video of me where i'm just like trashed and you can see it like in my eyes i was just gone yeah i wanted to get the point across that yeah. it was you were in fact drunk on the floor yeah so i really enjoyed that and thank you to all the scrubbers who messaged me um <laughs> i am i did cry and it did make my day and Thank you. They said it was a long overdue. So thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I told you I was like, Tanya was like, and then of course, after I post the real Allie text me and she's like, where's my real? And I'm like, it's one thing at a time. (laughs) And I do want to point out in when you're in your little caption, you wrote 
friend, not best friend. I know, I saw we're someone just, say that. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to let that one slide. Well, I guess we're not. Yeah. <laughs> just Sounds like point, we're not yeah, going to let it slide. Just point that one out. Point, point, point. Yeah, it's already been pointed out. I did see it. And I had the option to change it, but a friend is a, a, friend, is a friend for life. And I think... Having yeah, to have trying to wiggle out of this one. Having to have best in front of it, really, because then if I were to say when I said my best friend's wedding under JoJo's yeah, you video, had no problem putting best friend's wedding under JoJo's. But I said video. yours also would say my best friend's wedding because uh-huh. once I have exited elementary school, my my world became <laughs> I can have multiple best friends, uh-huh. and um, this is a controversial controversial topic actually because some people think best friend is reserved for one person. I don't think it's reserved for one, but I would think that my caption would say best friend. I said so many other nice things and that's what you take away from that. No, 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 no. It, this just, is, it just was something I, I was like, hmm, interesting choice. It's like, I wonder the thought that went behind that, but I appreciated the rest of the message. I cried. Yeah, but I think that if if you live your life that way, always picking out the bad things and things, you're you're never going to be happy. Look. Talk to my therapist, okay? Because that is something I'm working on. Let me tell you. Mama knows her flaws and that I do do that. So that is something. But, you know, as my best friend, yeah. you should know that about me and just step up your game, okay? Wow, you asked for photos. I gave you a full montage. I'm totally joking. I'm joking. I love you. I oh. love you too. Okay, on that note, should we do some emails? Well, let's take a break first. We'll come back. Okay. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. 
eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Paris Hilton. This week on the This Is Paris podcast, Nikki and I will be joined by Anna Delvey. You may think you know her from Inventing Anna on Netflix. Get to know the real Anna. Is she a con artist and a fraudster or a risk-taking entrepreneur? An audacious one at that. Lover or hate her, we're all curious. The real heiresses sit down with the fake heiress right now on This Is Paris. Listen to This Is Paris now wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we are back, and Mark is going to take on the emails. Thank you very much. It's from Anonymous. I was dating a guy for three months. It was going great. We both said we love each other and see a future with each other. I met his kids. Backstory. He has a career with the military and just got assigned to a new unit. He's insanely busy. About a week ago, we talked on the phone, and he said he needs to hit pause on our relationship to try to get things under control. He doesn't have enough hours in the day to do everything he needs, and he feels like he's neglecting me, his kids, his self-care, etc., and that his kids have to come first, which I understand. 
He said he still sees a future with me slash us, and he doesn't want to drag me along when he can't devote the time slash energy that a relationship needs. The last thing he said before ending the call was, I do love you. My question is, how do I take this? Do I just need to be patient with him? Should I reach out to him or let him initiate? Do you think that it's just him being busy, or was he just saying that to not hurt my feelings? Do you think there's a chance we could get back together? I feel like this is kind of a good one for you to answer. Well, yeah, I mean, the military element throws a different, you know, I'm not, throws a different element into it because I do think that is very consuming and it's, it's different than other careers. You know, when people say they're busy with work and kids, it's one thing, but when you, the, you know, throw the military in there, I feel like that is very all consuming. So, um, but I will say, I think that love is patient. That's the first thing that they say about love like love is patient mm-hmm. and i think that is i always come back to that because when red star and i first started dating i was ready for all the things like it was just like i was ready to be married years ago and you know like i could have escalated our relationship from zero to 100 fast and i was doing those things mm-hmm. um and he was in a different phase of his life he was you know starting a, a brand new life with two with two kids and so he had to have a different pace and a different mindset. And so I think that I've had to practice patience in my relationship throughout. And then when we, you know, when we had that time where we were broken up, um, he did reach out to me. So like I did, I don't want to say like, let him come to you, but I think I was, I had the mindset of like, I know this is my guy. I don't know why we're broken up. I don't know what's going on. So I was confused, but I wasn't reaching out to him because I also felt like, I wanted to give him that space to not have me and see what that felt like too. So um, I just would encourage you and just remind you like love is patient is a, you know, very, I find it to be so interesting where it says like love is patient, love is kind, love is all these things. But the first word is patient because you never think of love as patient. Like when you think about love, you think about like, romance and all the things you never think of the word patient. And I think that, you know, it's there for a reason. And I just think, I don't think he would, I don't know him, but I don't think people say things they don't mean. So I would take what he says to heart, but also kind of lean into your life and what you've got going on. Don't wait for him, but also hold out hope. If that's what you want. Yeah, I'm torn. I'm like, I, I've seen it happen with Tanya. And so I, part of me is like, you know, don't like move on so fast. But the other part of me that I would, that I was telling Tanya during that time was like, take care of yourself and like, do what you need to do and like, take care of your heart and live your life and don't wait around for someone who isn't sure about you. Because I would never you know, I was always telling Tanya, like, we would never tell someone to wait around for someone who's not sure about them. But if he's, I respect him for wanting to put his kids first, but it's also like you deserve to be put first too. So if, if there's a, you know, if you can find peace with moving on and, and maybe at a certain time things happen and y'all come back together, that would be great. But part of me says like, you can still love each other and decide to do what's best for you. That yeah. maybe doesn't involve him. And also, you know, waiting around is, is different. Because remember, I like, I try to go on that FaceTime date with that one guy. 
Well, it was just a weird time because it was kind of pandemic. So. Yeah. so I didn't really have a desire to be like locking lips with strangers. Yeah. And we're going on dates. Nothing yeah. was open. But it's like you can try. But if you're not in it, your heart's not ready. Then like it's not waiting around. But well, you're I not think ready. You, can, you don't have to date other people. I think you can work on yourself, but not be like waiting around for him. Like yeah. be open to other possibilities and not just because ultimately what happens if you wait around and then he's never ready? Like you, right, right. you're just right. waiting for nothing. Wasting time. This is, there's a phrase we've said before on this show that I, I go back to a lot lately. There is no such thing as too busy. There's only a matter of priorities. Now that does not mean his priorities are not legitimate. In fact, they're extremely legitimate, the military and his children, but you deserve to be with someone for whom you can be a priority. So I don't think this is worth sticking around for. I really don't. I mm-hmm. think you move on. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. You cannot fight the universe in that way. If it's going to happen, he's going to realize what he has in you and he's going to figure it out. But he's got a lot going on and you need to, you need to, you need to move. I think you need to move on. I think that uh, this isn't the right time. Yeah. And, and you know what? Tanya did give Robbie the space. And then when they got back together, like there was such a shift where there was like this moment where Tanya was like, at the forefront and he was really making sure like he he knew her value when she was not in his life for that amount of time i think he recognized how much she brought into his life and i think either your guys are going to have that moment and he's going to be like i i'm going to prioritize you and i'm going to make it happen i'm going to make the time or he's going to say you know, I realize I'm living this life and I'm not, I feel more free without you here. But you know, what's interesting. What a lot of people said to me when I started dating uh, red star was that, you know, Oh, dating guy with kids, you're, you're never his top priority. Just like get used to never being his top priority. And it's interesting. Cause I always was like, you know, I'm fine. I have a lot of friends. I have a full life. I don't, you know, like I don't necessarily need to be anybody's mm-hmm. top priority, you know, like if his kids are, um, but I don't, I don't think that's the case because I do think, there was this shift where now I feel like it's me and his kids are kind of on the same playing field. Yeah, there doesn't need to be a ranking. No, yeah, yeah. but but, the, but people are so about, about the ranking. Like, it's always like, you're going to come second to the kids. And I was like, I don't feel like it's that at all. Like, I feel like he and I are a team and we both look after each other and the kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not this, this thing that I think people have a, a different perception of that. And I think the thing is meeting the needs of both you and his kids. And right. I think he does a really great job of doing that for both of you. And sometimes you might need more. Sometimes the kids might, might need more and he has to, you know, balance that. But, um, I agree. I mean, I, I think I was one of those people who was like, it's going to be hard for you to feel number one in a relationship where there's kids involved. And I think Robbie has proven that wrong in the sense that he prioritizes both you and his kids. Yeah. So, all that to say, I think that you have to do what's best for you without feeling like you're just waiting around for him. I don't think that's like healthy for anyone's like mental, like mental health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one's from Anonymous as well. And it's kind of a similar thing. Do you believe in right person, wrong time? That's a nice segue from the last one, which was kind of similar. She says she's been dating a guy four months. He checked off every box she had. I really liked him, but he's starting a new job and I'm moving to a new state to start grad school. A month and a half later, I'm in my new state. I start dating a new guy. He treats me super well, makes me feel super secure in his feelings towards me in a way the first guy never did. 
but he doesn't check off one big box that's really important to my family and me. I can't help but compare him to the first guy. Is he treats me like a queen, a good enough reason for dating someone? I wish she would have said what the big box is. Yeah. I interpret that as a religion situation. That's what I was thinking, too. So let's go with that. But either way. She's got this guy, bird in the hand, treats her great, missing a box. The other guy, who has checked every box, although he didn't make her feel secure about his feelings for her, which I think is a box that is left unchecked. Let me uh-huh. tell you, boxes are for the birds. Okay? <laughs> so I'm going to take your boxes and turn them into bird feeders and give them out to the hummingbirds in your backyard because that's where they belong. Get out of the bird box. You're right. Tanya, you're a great example of this. Because if you had held Robbie up to the check boxes, the checklist that you thought you had in your mind, you would not be with him today. No way. The same with me and my relationship. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Seriously, mm-hmm. like it, I had multiple lists of the man that I was going to marry. And yeah. they were so specific. And I... I even feel like some of the guys that I dated had all those qualities and there was still something there was an there was a box not even listed that wasn't being checked. Mm-hmm. And um there's a lot of things with Haley like if I looked at that list and compared it's like there's a lot of we have a lot of differences but there's other things that I never even put on my list that are checked off. And I think that that mentality is just kind of put put you in your own box to where you miss out on opportunities to be in a beautiful, great, healthy relationship because it doesn't write match something on a piece of paper. Yeah. Like, I think we were talking about this earlier. If I, let's say mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I always wanted to marry Christian man. So I only went on Christian mingle. That was the only dating app I ever tried. I would have never, ever met my boyfriend ever. He would not have been on Christian Mingle. He would not have been on Christian Mingle. And there's something in our relationship that's very undeniably meant to be. Like, it's like there's this chemistry. There's this familiar, like, he's my home, you know? And like that, you can't put a box on that. You just can't. What's missing from this email is how do you feel? You don't talk about your feelings at all. And I think that's really important is how do you feel about each of them? Because I think that's what should win. Also, I noticed the box that isn't checked says very important to my family and me. And I think sometimes we take on the expectation of our family and like, you know, what we're expected to do in their opinion. And I think sometimes there's a way of like respecting your family and then still doing what's best for you because eventually you're going to be an individual who is on your own, making a life with someone else. And so I also would take that into consideration too. If it's important to you, that's, I am fully stand by that. But if you're like, this is my family, you know, there's something to navigate there too. Uh, Agreed. I think uh, do some imagination work. And and that's something I used to do and still do sometimes about different things in life is just imagine, imagine raising kids with one of them or raising, imagine raising kids with the other one. Imagine living with one of them. Imagine living with the other one. And this is the big one for me. Imagine your life without that person, a hundred percent completely living separate lives. They're dating someone else. You're dating someone else and do it for both of them. And I think you'll realize which your heart is pulling you toward. Mm -hmm. We didn't do a Taylor Swift song for the first one, but Taylor Swift song for this one. 
I'm going to say that's the way I loved you. Oh, my God. The moment I knew. But she doesn't know. Okay. Treacherous. Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you so much. What about the first one, which is the one where he needs space? Um, Hello. What? This love. Oh. Can't get better than that. Sorry. All right. <laughs> then I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, you can't. All right. And also keep emailing us. Make sure you're emailing us at scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com for just absolute wisdom and advice. Yeah. Um, also on Thursday, we have Greg Tarzan Davis and he is from Grey's Anatomy. He's in the new Top Gun movie and I am so excited to talk to him. So yeah, we have another be... Grey's cast member in the OR. So Thursday's he's the new episode. nurse that tried to kiss Bailey. Is that? Yeah, that he is? like he came into the uh, he moved like from where Meredith was doing all her. Oh, yeah. Minneapolis. Stri- right, yeah. Right, right, right. And then he like is infatuated with he was like infatuated with Bailey. Um but I'm really excited to talk to him, and he's a Louisiana native. Oh, so Becca's gonna immediate connection. Yeah, she's gonna feel like a kindred kindred, kindred connection. connection. Yeah. Um, but on that note, hope everyone has a great holiday, and we love you, and we love you a lot. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.